Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, LJ. And it's your boy, Reem, a.k.a. Mr. Cushion Tonics. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Make the Late Night a Great Night. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Keep Your Head Up Like Your Nose Is Bleeding. Uh-huh. A.k.a. If You Know Better Than You Do Better. Uh-huh. A.k.a. If You Stay Ready, You Don't Gotta Get Ready. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Best Topless Hugs in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Happy Hoes Ain't Hating and Hating Hoes Ain't Happy. Uh-huh. A.k.a. I'm Only Dirty Till I Gotta Get Nasty. Uh-huh. A.k.a. I'm Trying to Shine Like Oily Skin. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Creme de la Creme. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Hating Niggas Marry Hating Bitches and Have Hating Kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> A.k.a. I Was the Daddy Before the Son. Uh-huh. And A.k.a. God Is Good All the Time because all the time God is good, man. God is good. What the fuck is going on, y'all? We are back with another episode. Who can oh, Damn, we just gonna cut each other off. Today. I apologize, man. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. That's what we doing? Let me know. I'm sorry, man. It just, you know, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in another space. I'm in another nigga's place. I feel good, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, I'm sorry, man. The energy is good, man. I apologize. Man. I feel you. I feel you. I'm the sorry, is right, man. man. It's, it's only right that you do your thing. Exactly. You feel me? But today we have a special guest, and we will now give him the floor to introduce himself. Yeah. Yo, so my name is Evo, um, Long Island kid, um, currently living in Forest Hill, Queens. I um, have a company called Smokehouse Sensei, so thank you guys for having me on the show. No doubt, no I doubt. That, no. No, that was a nice little introduction, bro. <laughs> He's been practicing. <laughs> no, I should have practiced. That was smooth, though, man. All right, so normally how we do this is we, we first we talk about our day, or our week, I should say, because normally okay. it's like a week every time we record. Okay. So as far as my week... It's been cool. <laughs> yeah. Yo, listen, ladies Yo. and gentlemen. We Come got Floss Mind. It's still high. Yo, we got to stop, man. This nigga came high. to the crib yet last night, son, oh, just to man. roll up and smoke with me, son. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Now we, it is. we did that, son, and now LJ is, is rolling L's like it's no one's business, man. Oh, my God. Giving out L's like he a, all right. a winner, son. All day, every day. Yo, this nigga got to chill. The guy's a master. Yeah, exactly. That's what he is. I'm right, man. What's your Okay, now you said. What do you mean? You were telling me what, what nah, you had told me what everyone was calling you in the streets, man, and, oh. and, and in the group chats. What, what they was calling you? Frostmont L. There you go, Frostmont L. Exactly, That's what's going on. But see, me, what's been going on? With me, my legs hurt. I did, I did oh, leg squatting this shit, right? Yeah, I, I was squatting. Don't say that. I don't like how that came across. I was in the gym. I was in the gym working on my legs. You know. I was dedicating time in the gym to yeah, my legs. You can't be Johnny Bravo. You had to work the time. Never want to be Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Out here. But he was getting women. He was strong. Yeah, <laughs> and he never. Had, I, mean, I don't know. I like. I like Johnny Bravo. His hairline was always intact. But um, did he ever take the shades off? Did he take the shades off? Well, I think the last episode he took the shades off. Finally, if I'm not mistaken. All the times he got beat up, the shades never came off. Nah, that's that's man. lit. <laughs> hey, he's a like, modern day. Let's say you know he's from Pice from Jersey Shore. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, no key. He's like Arthur and shit. You know how Arthur <laughs> did, how his glasses be hanging on and shit, and them shit don't ever be on his ears. That makes no sense. That's, that's another thing. Yo, we ain't gonna get into that. It's like it's like it's really just like SpongeBob. Like how, how do you, they be having like cookouts and like and like. And like fires under underneath the water. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Don't make no sense to me. But it'd be uh, crazy. You bro, talking all that oh, shit, but where's your unpopular opinion? Bro, we ain't even let our guests tell us about his day. Bro. Oh shoot, bro, I'm sorry yeah, about that. You know what you right. It's, it's I mean, the energy. The week, same old week. You know, I, nine to five, then trying to build the business. But okay, I mean for today, um, shout out to Councilman Kevin Riley. Um, he's currently running with I think. District and, and the Bronx. So okay. uh, we did a little small campaign in Co-op City where we had to collect some signatures. Uh, he has a primary coming up in June, so okay. he's trying to get reelected. So, so signatures. Safe to say that's where your vote is going. Yeah, of course. Why should we vote for him? Of course. I mean, there's, there's many reasons, but he's directly from the community, mm-hmm. so he knows the people. And, okay. That's you know, it. I feel like if you know the people, you mm-hmm. really you could have more of a bigger say. You you have that platform to really okay. elevate, you know, to the next so the next thing. He's a politician that, that that we could trust. Oh yeah, of course. All right, cool, cool. All right, yeah. all right. straightforward. Would you, you trust know. him with your life? Oh yeah. yeah. All right, so one hundred percent. All right, yeah. so that's wait, hold on. This is reason to vote somebody. I just got to be sure. Because you know, a lot of politicians, you know, they they fake it. Yeah, know, they lie. They tell you what you want to hear. It's a politics game, but you know, someone you could relate to inside and out, outside of the nine to five. I feel something fishy is going on here, man. Yeah. So he's from the Bronx. Yeah, he's from the Bronx. He's Spanish. No. Nah, okay, black. okay. I was, I was like, black. Black. I was like, he's from the Bronx. And Wait, he's who still could, from the Bronx. Who can involved in the Bronx? Nah. He must be nah. Dominican. What's nah. going on? Nah, he's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he, he's a he's a picture perfect guy. Right, you know, family, like kids, you know, does well a lot for the community. So big shout out for him. Okay, you know, okay. I definitely have my my respect goes to him. 
All right, cool, All right, man. cool. So are we are we now getting into our yeah, unpopular opinion? Yeah, let's get to the unpopular opinion. What you got, man? All right. Uh, my <laughs> unpopular opinion for today is water has a taste <laughs> or water tastes different. <laughs> and if you don't like water, you need to go to fuck I up. I told you. That was your topic? <laughs> yes. That's why, that's why I did two of them. Just uh, in case. Come on, man. How did you know I was going to go for that one? Come on, son. I mean, I know you, man. Oh, man. We spent a lot of time together, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's right here, son. That's why I said. That's why I said. You know it's cool, man. Yo, water definitely tastes different, though. Not real talk. And but I'm going to let you like, know. I'm a sensor guy is. and a core guy. Oh, see? Nah, nah. Yeah, I fancy. Tap water is amazing. Hose water is top three. Ooh. Hose water, like like in the summertime when you like hose. Listen, if, if you drink hose water when you was a kid, you you, you could be immune to COVID nineteen. Well, I mean? no. well, not me. I caught it. I caught COVID. I, 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 unfortunately, yeah. people nah, had symptoms. Nah, Some nah, people nah, didn't. Nah, but nah, I, I, I didn't get it. Well, so, I caught it. Y'all niggas on your home. I had it. Unfortunately, my my, my family and I had yeah. it last year when it first oh, outbreak yeah, yeah. came out. Yeah, caught it and beat it. But unfortunately, a lot I know a lot of friends, family members. They did. You know, my condolences to them. But. It, it's just crazy how it reacts to everyone differently. Very there, true. There's no, no track record of a, a pattern. Yeah, so, Yeah, no doubt. But nah, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Water does taste different. <laughs> <laughs> I will always take tap water over Poland Spring. I do fuck with Essential. Thank you. Um, Dasani and... You know, Dasani, I'm not Dasani, a Dasani, no. I'm not Aquafina, no. Fiji, uh, Great I brand like or whatever it's called like from Walmart. Uh, no. no, of course not. Fiji well, tastes real Only funny. if you're throwing a barbecue in the summertime. Yeah, you but what's that? That, what's, that, what's that trash water that they sell at Dollar Tree? It's, um, I forgot the name of it, but I buy that shit. But well, why are you buying water from Dollar Tree? Because, I mean, because I, I can get 12 of them for a dollar. <laughs> you get a I don't gallon. understand. Oh, God, I get, I get, get a whole gallon. gallon. Yeah, I get two gallons gallon for a dollar. Okay. You get 12 gallons for 12 Exactly. So I'm just saying. And you might as well get empty water bottles and just fill them up your house. I mean, nah. I might as well, but still, you know, I'm just I saying. got the gallon. The presentation counts. Time. Exactly. Yeah. Presentation doesn't you know, Just put the whole gallon in the refrigerator and you're straight. You feel me? Um, let me see. My popular opinion, uh, let me see this shit. Because I see, because this this is really me. Every time I walk into a movie theater, I think of what I do if someone comes in here and try, and try to air, and try to air, like shoot shoot the place up. I'm always thinking about that. What shit. was that incident happened? Uh, Sandy, uh, Sandy. No, that was Sandy. That was in I don't know when that was, but it was during the the the, the Black Knight movie, the Dark Knight. Oh movie. yeah, they came Knight, and shot yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always think about that shit. Yeah, like real talk. I I get nervous. I get anxiety. I mean, luckily, you no, know, everybody got personality in New York, but. Go to somewhere like Arkansas or something. I don't, but it, can, but yeah. it can happen. Keep your head on the swivel. Yeah, no, but it, it can, can definitely yeah, happen in New happen. York, man. Yeah, yeah. They, they can drive down from wherever they yeah. want to drive down and come yeah. in and start some shit. Yeah. That'd be some wild shit. Too. Yeah, yeah I, son. I don't know if I'm ready for that. That's what, oh my god, son. Yeah, that ass, that ass. I get, I get wild anxiety with the gun, with the shootings and shit <laughs> like that, son. God damn. What about you, man? You? My okay, my unpopular opinion. It, it goes surrounding condiments. <laughs> I, I had a back and forth with one of my friends in regards to. I, 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 I like you on know, pancake syrup. Yeah. Some people don't put it in the fridge after they open it. I do. What? Wait. Because you know they, you know they, they want like we you know when you bake warm pancakes, you want to put the syrup on, keep everything warm. Yeah. So it kind of negates it when you have a cold syrup on some hot pancakes. I agree. You know, but some people they, are. You, are you the some people? I like my syrup in the fridge. What? Oh. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Just it, makes it, it makes it thicker so, than. But I'm like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like hypochondriac, whatever. Everything. I, so I read labels. I read expiration dates. Like whether it's on like food packaging or condiments. Like ever says by this date or even milk. You know, I, mean, I don't. I, I every mean, the day I, over. No, nope, I ain't touching it. No, but but the, but why does the syrup have to be cold when you put it on hot? Because it, it changes it. I think it just me. It makes Being it used cold. to condiments, you know, just uh, if I get the ketchup on the opening, throw it in the fridge. Barbecue sauce, throw it in the fridge. Mustard. What, what about butter. peanut butter? Do you put peanut, peanut butter? No, that's one thing I don't. But jelly? Okay, no, I, I, jelly, I jelly, goes, yeah. jelly definitely goes. All right, guys, make come like but, even whoa, says whoa, or even like butter. Like of like, course, butter. Like, I'm, 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 I'm lie, If you kept your butter on the counter, yeah, I'm looking at you, sus. But you know, my parents were West Indian from Guyana, so. They keep like their butter and like cheese outside, but they no, make but their the same own butter day. though too. Though, like, oh, okay, okay, you know when you use it, you put it back. No, yeah, they yeah. leave it for a couple of hours and you know eat their bake, whatever the case may okay, be. Okay, got but you, I got you. But nonetheless, growing up, raising, oh no, son. once I open the condiment, and throw it back and fridge. The syrup though, man, but it's cold. So, so that question, so that's that's a little different. When you're ready for the syrup, do you warm it up? Or do you like leave it nah, out? I, for just, the- I, just, I mean, the, the pancakes be so warm, it just. But the, shit, nah, but the syrup is so cold that the syrup, first of all, it takes forever to pour. Nah, I, mean, just, but I don't even know this. I don't eat a lot of, I know, you can judge me, but yeah. I, don't, I don't eat a lot of pancakes like that to really, you know, know the, the whole, you know, the, the mechanics for it. Try, it. try it warm. You go to IHOP, of course, you're going to bring in the little silver. Uh, it's going to be warm and it keeps everything it, yeah. hot. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Right, cool. I mean, it's cool, man. Either way, syrup is syrup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I hear you. Syrup is not. You're not giving me that syrup is syrup. So, so I sent you a meme earlier. So, you know, I had an episode to where I went on a little tyrant about, you know, yeah. about women who feel funny about niggas smoking hookah. How do, how do you feel about niggas that smoke hookah being you are a nigga that I mean, owns a hookah company? <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable with my skin, you know. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't make me feel away any yeah. less of a man. Uh, but the jokes, the jokes are always going to come with the territory. So, do you, so what, do you have, what do you have to say to the women that doubt your manliness because you smoke hookah. Like, oh, trust gotta, me, they, they, they ain't going to doubt my manliness. <laughs> <laughs> my mechanics are sharp. They're very manly. You ain't going to, you know, you're not going to have me with the, the, the hand wave. They don't even got to like question that. it. So they, but then they, they'll clown the niggas that will like record themselves blowing the smoker, blowing the, the blowing hookah. do that. Into, into we the, do that too. So yeah, I mean, I did it. You know, uh, you know what it is? I mean, growing up, I was playing ball. So it was like, you know, I didn't smoke weed, mm-hmm. you know, um, didn't really drink because you get drug tested and yeah, yeah, all was yeah. life. So everything you do is like you try to stay away from that stuff. Of course. But unfortunately, it's get older, midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. Here we are, right? What we doing, right? Four twenty friendly. Uh huh. You know that. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> nonetheless, I mean, hey, I mean, I from my case personally, I don't think no one can make fun of me because they know yeah. this is my business. Exactly. So, you know, this is what I do. But there's some guys that you know they they look kind of mook. <laughs> they, they do it. They do a little too much when they smoke. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a guy, like, you know what I'm saying? So, just a little extra, just, just a little, a little extra. But I mean, I'm I feel like, like you got to do it the best, baby. If you're gonna, nah, do it, I'm talking about if, if, if you're gonna put a filter on your face. Oh no, I'm not knocking the flowers around your head. I'm not, I'm not knocking. The most, the most I might do is I might put a little VHS uh, feature. Oh, oh yeah, that's different. Yeah, if, if, if you're you doing the flowers and all that, I mean, I would never even. I'm not knocking it, even a doggy shit. I feel like you, as a man, you can smoke hookah, but if you're the type of guy to record and. You're doing like 10, 20 takes to get that one. Like, <laughs> see, women could do that. They, yeah. could, you know, they could pose, they could you know, get their girls in. But I feel like if you were doing in the club, yo, you got like two recordings max to like get, just get a quick five second boomerang exactly. or whatever and keep it pushing. Exactly. Like, yeah, I got, very I got subtle. Like a little but thing. if you like this, fixing yourself and posing, then then like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yo, I got a, you going on live. I got a little thing to where, you know, if, if I do a picture, whether it's like a selfie or a hookah video, if it come out bad the first time, that means I shouldn't put, I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> exactly. I'm medium so, ugly, so. Yeah, yeah that shit came out time, bad, yeah. it's just like, all right, try getting it like 20 minutes <laughs> like that. Right now, your face ain't built for this. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just wait and then I, I get my selfies off. You feel me? They call me the selfie god. I don't, I don't, who called you that? Everybody. I don't, I've never called you that. <laughs> I've never called you that. Have you <laughs> called him that? Question, are you everybody? I'm, I'm part of everybody, because I'm, I'm, I'm someone, and someone is part of everyone, and everyone is everybody, so I don't call you that. Did you call him that? Nah, I exactly. never, don't worry. So, I, can, I can start calling me that. Nah, nah. Let, me, let me get my selfie right. I wouldn't even want to call him that. Exactly. From man to man, I wouldn't want to call him that. Like, like what up, selfie God? What nah, up, baby? Nah. That's like calling another man delicious. <laughs> Seriously. Ta-ta, ta-ta, yeah. Come on, or even um, Drake being called Champagne Poppy. Yeah. I'm, like, there's people that call him that. Like, I'm never calling Poppy. No, <laughs> you know, never, never. never. Like, Yo, Poppy. Right, I know cool. you did that before. I maybe mean, go uptown. Maybe call Yo, him Poppy. That, but... Why the cat always on the bread? <laughs> 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 okay, yo, yo. Why not? Seriously, why the yeah, cat? Yo, he died. He's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a funny comedian. He too. is very funny, he man. Died, R.I.P. to him, man. He's from home, I think the Ville, East New York. Yes, sir. All right, cool. My bad. Question, bro. Uh, how hard was it, uh, you know, to like get into the hookah business or, or starting the hookah business and shit like that? Um, and can anyone I, do it? It's it's hard, you know. Um. The big thing with entrepreneurship, people always use it as an escape, you know, from the nine to five. Mm-hmm. Somebody talking down on them to, or giving them extra assignments that's not in the job description. Okay. I mean, when you start a business, it's really all about, it, ha- it really has to be your passion because if you want it to be sustainable and you want to be consistent with it, mm-hmm. you got to have some passion for it. You okay. know? I can't, you know... I can't be selling like eyelashes if I if I don't have no passion for That's it or wigs. You know, a lot of women do and they do it, but no. Another a big issue, like with me, I'm com- I'm competing against a lot of big companies like yeah. like Maya Hookah the or dreams. like Khalil Mamoon, like yeah. Dream Bio, Amira. You know, and like with me, when I create my hookahs for my clientele, I try to do put a little extra into it, so it's gonna bring my cost up, you know, mm-hmm. but I try to be the middleman. I don't like the head crack or pricing. Yeah. I try to make it affordable or, you know, try to 
give some type of incentive, like, yo, if you smoking, at least you're smoking my brand. Exactly. You know? And I think that's where a lot of businesses, but, you know, it's hard to really compete where, you know, if they're selling this for fair market value and I'm selling it for like $10, $15 more and I can't really justify the cost yet until I expand. So, exactly. I mean, that, that's a hard, but just expanding the business, but nonetheless, it's just one day at a time, you know, it's so going like, to come. So my question is, what would be the pros for someone um, based out of New York to like fuck with your brand or rather than going to Amazon or going to one of the, like the, the those big, those big hookah spots so in, I mean, in Long Island or whatever? What I like, what I tell people when it comes to my brand is that what's my value add, right? Well, what are you doing that's different from other brands? Mm -hmm. And um, my biggest objective is mainly like, okay, you could put a face behind the brand. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you smoke and smoke house sensei. Oh, oh, I know Evo. He's an owner. He's from this. Yeah. I played ball with him. I went to school with him. Oh, he, he's from the same town as me. And I'm just one phone call away. You know, gotcha. and I think I learned that on the side of my traditional nine to five when I was a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people when they do investing, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, private equity, uh, whatever the case may be, they like to talk to somebody on the phone. Uh, okay, like why is Amazon? Why is Apple up right now? Why are they down ten points? You know, of course, not everyone's you know uh, computer savvy mm -hmm. where they could just pull up Google, Yahoo Finance, exactly. and read the article and understand the terminology, the alpha, the beta. Uh, you know, the standard deviation, all mm -hmm. PE ratio, all that, that you guys probably don't even know what I just yeah, told you. You speak right? a foreign language right now. Exactly. It's a foreign language. Spanish. But I think when you have somebody that is one phone call away, whether it's behind a brand, whether it's behind your investments, it makes them more comfortable. And then, as you know, the client always comes first. So That's good. You know, I, I think that's my difference. You know, even though I'm small, you know me. So. Oh, oh, you give me a call. Ever why this isn't working? That I packed the that I packed the hookah bowl right. Exactly. That I put enough water, and I can help you with that. And okay. then, you know, push come to shove, and then you you got one of the greatest hookahs ever. So, you know, <laughs> one of the greatest, luckily, like you know, I'm, I'm ten months in. I launched single day mile last year during the pandemic. So, mm -hmm. I'm about to hit my one year anniversary, and, and I'll just try to be organic as possible. Yeah, any um, any one year anniversary sales going? Oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Fifty percent off, sixty percent. We'll see. We'll okay, see. okay. But I heard it here first. You know, <laughs> as long as my hookahs in your hands, then you're in a good. Because I got one right? of yours in this fire. Man. Yeah, exactly. I got one of yours too, man. You know what it is like. Also, a big thing with businesses when when they launch, you know, they you know not everyone has the money or the capacity financially to start a business, course, right? Man. So some start with zero. They do a lot of crowdfunding, or they do. Um, they ask their friends and family for a startup or a loan or go to Chase or, yeah. you know, Bank of America to get a loan, whatever the case may be. But uh, I say that to say um, <clears throat> when you like when you and I try not to make my prices too inflated. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Wow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I will touch back on this later in the podcast. But All right, cool. All right, so tell, tell us about your favorite hookah that you that you've made. My um, my favorite hookah, I mean the first one is always the baby. You know? okay. like, that's that's the one that that gave me that push. Like all right, because uh, you know I was scared at first. You know, like of course I I think I made the the deposit or the final payment December thirty first of twenty nineteen. So pre COVID before. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I did that because you know. And you know, when it comes to taxes and writing off, you know, you, you can, can write, write certain off. stuff stuff off, but you gotta spend it before the new year comes. So mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, am I gonna do this? So I spent XXX amount of money. And I remember talking to my friend Tamar. He saw when I made the payment and he was like, I was like, Yo, I don't know. And <laughs> it's a big payment. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to boast and brag, but and it just but it, it, it was, was a healthy. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. No so doubt. I'm like, oh. This is fancy. The yeah. one we smoke right now. Like, it, was, it was like it was like a tuition fancy. payment, right? So, yeah, it, it was rough. So big money. I think it's all about building a brand and having people buy. You know, yeah. I think with businesses, where it's like everybody's gonna support you on that first wave. Mm -hmm. Yo, know, he made a T-shirt or he made a hat or whatever, or whatever the case may be. You know what? That's my guy. I'm gonna yeah. support. How do you I'm retain do it? it? It's all about customer retention. Ooh. What am I gonna do yeah. on the next release? Like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna buy again. Yeah. And, and I think that's the biggest thing uh, within the industry, but. Like I said, one day at a time, and if you stay true to the game, it's gonna you're gonna reap the benefits. So, 
Copy, copy. So like my, my, my question is like, all right, so I have a brand called uh, Cushion Tonics, right? So I make I make weed-infused cocktails and, and everything like that. Uh-huh. How did you come up with the name Smokehouse Sensei? Like, was was you was you always known for smoke? I know I know you wasn't always known for smoking because you was you know ball is life. Yeah. But when 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 ball wasn't life anymore, how did you come up with the name Smokehouse Sensei? Was Sensei uh, you know the the, the the Japanese or the the Korean Korean yeah, influence? Based. How did that happen? Or well, I was mean it just normal. I mean, growing up. I mean, I won't say growing up. Cause I wouldn't smoke a hookah when I was like five six years old. But over the last few years, I say after like 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. Hookah started to become big in New York. Very true. Um, lounges opening up. Lounges are opening up. So, you know, drinks, you know, after college, you're going to happy hour. What's hookah? Hookah this. And all these hookah lounges have different styles of hookahs. Now they have different mixes of flavors, yeah. combinations. And, you know, it always was intriguing to me. Um, but I would say how I came up with the name, I, I was thinking about it like last summer for like a week straight. I think I had like a notepad. And then my notes in my, in my iPhone, they had about 20 different, 30 different names. And I think when you build a business, you don't want it, you know, there's always going to be stereotypes about it or assumptions behind the brand. And I know, I know with that, um, the name that I was trying to do, I want it to be where your assumptions was actually proving you wrong. So, okay, okay let me ask you guys this. When you guys think of Smokehouse <clears throat> Sensei, what type of human being do you think of? The master. I'm thinking of of the master of a smokehouse. Yeah. Someone that 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 is that is uh, you know has all the experience, knows what they're doing, uh-huh. has done this you know you know like through and through. Like yeah. Yeah. they're the master. Yeah, I would think that that he's he's reputable with whatever smoke he's smoking. Yeah. Obviously, in this case being hookah. I would think that you know that this person has an understanding of mixing different hookahs, making different hookahs, whether it's like yeah. a bong type setup or a square setup it, or you know, you know what really pushed me to make the name was um I think I saw a commercial. I don't know if it was a meme on social media, I don't know what it was. But it was so funny to me. It was a Chinese store restaurant mm-hmm. where the cashier was a person of color. Okay. And Everyone was like, yo, how the hell you got this job at this Chinese food restaurant, right? I'm smart. And, you know, she would never answer the questions. She was just like, don't worry, what you want to order? You know, very, very, you know, um, very blunt. So I, I say that to say is like the sales were booming within this commercial, whatever I saw. Because everybody was so fascinated. You know, they went viral. You know, they were selling, you know, thousands of food orders a day and... They were like, why? So I was like, that's kind of like a contrarian approach, where it's like, typically when you think of sensei, you're going to think of somebody of Korean descent or yeah. Japanese or whatever <clears throat> the case may be. But if someone would be a person of color, like, oh, okay. I never would have thought this. You know, you know I'm like supporting. It's like it's know? deeper, yeah. So they find a, a similarity with that, you know? And again, you know, with, with the communities that it is out here, it's like, if you find that similarity, you're going to support, you know? So, so no also, is it is it similar to like when, when like parents name their child... Um, like a hunter instead of like a Jamal, because it's like exactly. Like you, you, you. So if someone comes with a resume and then you see a name like Jamal or, yeah. and it's so funny because that's my middle name. Yeah. Oh my bad, Jamel. Jamel right. You. So, uh-huh. but nonetheless, you know, if, say if you got two resumes in front of you and you got John Smith, yeah. and then you got Deshaun Johnson or whatever the case may be. Shout out to everyone. Jamal Deshaun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamal Demetrius. Sorry, right? <laughs> a real black name. <laughs> exactly. So John Smith, you're not going to think that's a exactly. person of color. You just going to yeah. think. So just off, a, you know, if they had the exact same resume, you exactly. going with John. So you're going to go John. It's more comfortable. You know, you. so I think that's where the stigma comes around with the hunters or you know gotcha. whatever the case may be. So, so you saying that at one point on your on your thing there was an African smoke was there or like or, <laughs> or like I mean you know what it is I I wanted a name that that can resonate with every type of community every type of ethnicity. Okay, you know it's kind of like the middleman. You know gotcha. it, it doesn't. I mean yeah you you automatically assume one community and yeah. that's the person behind so you, the brand you, but. I said I can. So I you're can not the say, minority, but you're you're not the majority either. Yeah, I mean it's a political play too. Gotcha. Unfortunately, it makes you know? sense, man. But you know, you, I can't say I can't make a company that's like, oh, oh, it's it's lit because <laughs> the the person you no know, that of that community or this community like 
what does that mean? Exactly. But smokehouse sensei is kind but of some people will know oh, it's yeah. lit. You know, it's what universal. Saying? I like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a universal thing, and I, I had to think the bigger picture as I expand. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people, you know, they start businesses, but it's really just a hobby. You know, they just do yeah. it. You know, for their couple friends and. It never really scales up in the ranks, you mm-hmm. know. But I have a bigger picture where I'm, like, I'm not wasting my time after a nine to five, of course, to try to just make a little five hundred dollars yeah. a month forever. You know, I wanted to make 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a month. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, that that was my vision when I started the brand. But again, there's always there's always you can't please everyone, right? Absolutely. There's always some negativity behind the brand. You know, oh, you should change your name. It's too long. It sounds more like a hookah lounge or more than anything, but again, I fuck like, yeah, <laughs> if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. Exactly. So, Absolutely. That's where we so, at. So where did your love of hookah originate from? Oh, man. So, I mean, I'll say like, after like 2011, 2012, going to all these lounges and smoking and getting intrigued, I think I had, I had like, a reputation like every season or every summer that was outside with I was outside with a different hookah mm. or a different type of contraption. Like yeah, I remember yeah, I think yeah. Starbucks came up with this. You ever, you ever saw the Kid Ink and Chris Brown video? Yeah, yeah. Um, show yeah, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when um Kid Ink was on the couch and he's smoking this contraption. It's like kinda like a bait, but it's it's kinda long, pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, what is that? I remember I brought that one year to I think it was like a big uh, barbecue in like uh I think it was uptown. I think it was like it's called Rough Buff. Shout out to everyone out there. Oh yeah, Buff. I know about Rough yeah, Buff. Yeah, everyone knows Rough Buff, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I think yeah, I brought yeah. that. Like, what's that? What's that? And then I had, we had like something called like Super Punch Out, and I had like a different type of hookah in the spot. And everybody, you know, everybody love hookah, you know. So I think my love for that is like, yeah. Have you ever saw an angry person smoke hookah? No, nah. you always got to be in some type of pleasant or happy mood to smoke. You got to be, you got to be involved. Oh yeah, or you, or you, uh, you have to be in a place where you want to come down or you want to relax. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, that, it's like an ambiance. But have you ever, in a social setting, smoke hookah with someone that's pissed the fuck off? No, no, no they no. always, you know, they're it, happy. It, they, and they, they start off pissed, and they end up yeah, exactly. exactly. End exactly. up pleased, you know. Yeah. you, you can start off pissed, you know, and become happy. But I mean, you can go sometimes too. If you make a bad hookah, you can start off happy, but you're like, this shit not hitting. Exactly. Right? Oh, oh, this yeah, shit is that's hard. Blow my so, and <laughs> I think that that's what comes with hookah education one on one. Okay. Now I'm trying to bring that platform over to, to people I know, you know, and, and that's just the basics. Well, a lot of companies are doing, but you know, there's so many people in this world that don't know those companies. So if I could bring more exposure to that, it'd be okay. Cool. So, so I. Right. What would be what would be your uh, ultimate goal? Because because I, I know you said you don't want to be making five hundred dollars a month, but like what would be the the ultimate goal? Like would you have a like a brick and mortar, or, or would you or, or would hookah hookah store hookah so, lounges come to you for, I, for all their product, and then they wouldn't have to buy it; they would just lease it from you. Like what would be the best yeah, I mean, situation for you? I mean, personally, for me, of course, you want to open up a hookah lounge, but it'll just be exclusive to my brand, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, outside of tobacco, no, because that's, that's a very hard market. So shout out to, you know, Zomo, shout out to Alfalco, oh, shout out to, you know, Dolly, all those companies that are making some Chai great quality flavors for us back. to enjoy the experience. But my vision, uh, you know, down the line, a couple years in, is to have Smokehouse Sensei Lounge, where when you come in, I have all my different styles of hookahs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can smoke these hookahs, but then you also have the the option to buy it online. Like, oh, I smoked this in person at his yeah, lounge. Gotcha. I like this one. Okay. Let well, me go online and different. buy it. And then, you know, oh, you came to my lounge? Okay, here's a promo code. Thank you for the support. Okay. You know, rinse one hand for another. So it's like, like that that's ass. my vision. I mean, right now in terms of stores, I'm in a couple stores, uh, mainly in New York and Long Island, but um, a couple stores outside of the tri-state area, which is good. Um, but it, it is a hustle, you know. Like, people think, oh, why don't you just find one distributor to... You know, but I can't compete in that game yet because the price points, of course, are you know, they're they're, they're way too you know they're competing with me. Yeah. So I mean, as I grow older, I mean, as I grow older and I grow bigger in the brand, I could do that. But right now, it's more so like a door to door. I go to every smoke shop around the way. Hi, my name's Evo Smokehouse Sensei. I got a brand. I like to show you my hookahs. You know, gotcha. some people laugh at you. Some people, okay, let me okay. let me learn more. Yeah. But then that's why I tell them about my value add. Yo, you know me exactly. You know, where it's like. You know, I always have a back and forth with some owners or smoke shop um, owners or wholesalers. And it's like, I always I always tell them the one thing. I'm like, if this company, if this hookah company said, 
this was the price of their hookah. You're not going back and forth with them. Yeah. You're going to pay that price. Exactly. Or not get it. Or not get it. Facts. So then, but, but when I come around with this price, it's 21 questions. Why you, why you have it at this price? Yeah. He has something similar for this price. And, you know, I go back and forth, and that's why I tell him, like, listen, do you know the owner of this guy? No. Can you give him a call and negotiate? Exactly. Because a lot, of these, a lot of these, you know, when it comes to the hookah industry, when you want to buy a specific amount of hookahs, it's like breakpoint uh, break pricing. After 50. So, so like, oh, if you, oh, you want this at whatever, $80 a pop, whatever. You got to buy. You got to buy at least 50 to get that. Exactly. But you could call me and be like, yo, just give me 12 and I'll do it. Exactly. You know, because you support me, you know? So it's like, I think that's the difference I have right now as I'm growing. But again, you know, it, it's, that's just the, the, you know, the back and forth I face, the challenge I have right now. It's like, oh, why you have it for this price? It's all about selling yourself. All right, all right. So. Well, uh, we, I feel like we asked you too many questions. <laughs> when was the first time you got introduced to, to hookah? Oh. So the first time I got introduced to hookah, I want to say it was like, I think it was like 2014. So 2014, um, this is not spring break, unfortunately. I wish I wish I knew about <laughs> hookah during spring break because spring break would have been 20 times better. But um, I think I just went to a lounge. It was me and my brother, uh, my man Merch. Shout out to Merch. Uh, that was my roommate in college and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Actually, this might have been before 2014. So I'm, I didn't do hookah spring break, though. But I think this, we went to a hookah lounge, basically. He was out in the city. He's from Rochester. Mm-hmm. So he's from upstate New York. So um, he came down. He was like, yo, like, let's chill. I, I. So we was like, yo, like, we don't know what to do. So we went to a hookah spot. So we all got pictures of us smoking hookah. Merch don't smoke hookah no more. <laughs> Obviously, he's fully uh, 420. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but that time, though, we went. And like I said, I guess this was before he was smoking weed super heavy. So we went. We smoked hookah. And it was just it was a calm night. You know, we had a couple drinks. Um, yeah. We had a couple drinks. A couple friends came out or whatever. And we all just smoking hookah, drinking and shit. It was a nice little vibe, you know. So I would say probably like 2016 was when I was like, okay, cool. I'm going out specifically for hookah, you know. Like, I got to go to a lounge or uh, I know somebody that make it really well. At the time when I first started making hookah, I was trash. Like, my first hit, I was blown out the smoke, bro, and the smoke was black. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even capping, son. Like, we did, I still uh, fuck up with it. I think he was there. We did the... um. When we did the pop-up shop, that was, like, the first time. That was, like, when I seriously, that was, like, what, 2017, 2018? That was when I was, like, all right, cool. Like, this hookah lifestyle is a lifestyle. So, you know, I, I fucked it up the first couple of times that like, we were still using, like, the coconut coal. I mean, not the coconut coal, the starlight yeah, shit, the yeah, little yeah. circle shit, circle the little uh, flesh light shit. And then that's what, cause that shit, you know, you, you fucking spark that shit. All right, you spark that shit a little bit, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? And that shit just gets lit. Not you know what I'm saying? I remember so, those. So I was doing that, and then I was like, nah, like, there got to be better ways. So that's when I found out about the coconut coal. Um, I found about um, other flavors that wasn't like Al Fokker, you know, the norm, not the typical shit that you find in stores. I started exactly. looking for, like, some more exotic shit. So that's when we ran into the... Um, the Star Buzz, we had the Pineapple Freeze joint that was super oh, fire. I remember that Pineapple Freeze, Yeah, man. so it started off, <laughs> it started off with, like, Star Buzz. Um, then after Star Buzz, it kind of went to, um, it kind of went to, what was it, Eternal Smoke. Yeah. You know, the, the higher end stuff. You know, like, yeah, the stuff yeah. that wasn't in the tin can, like, stuff that was in bags. Exactly, that, yeah. You I know, and that. the stuff that wasn't red, no matter, like, the Al Fokker, <laughs> that shit is red, no matter no what flavor no it is. It could be, like, is, mint, yeah. and that shit is red. So it kind of throw you off, because you're like, yo, the mint on this picture is white. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? So why is this shit red, you know? So it threw me off a little bit, but then when you started getting those other hookahs where they were brown, and, you know, they were really, like, like Dubai type style, they make, you, they make you feel exotic. Exactly. You know what I'm saying when you're smoking it. So that's that's what got me into hookah, man. Now you know hmm. I'm hookah poppy himself. Hookah poppy. That's what they call you. That's definitely what they that's call, what they call me. you. Me hookah yeah, poppy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, Selfie poppy, hookah poppy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, you <laughs> everything poppy. That was poppy behind everything. Yeah. You know? Beyonce poppy. Though you know what I mean. Frostman poppy. Frostman poppy. <laughs> All of that, man. All of that, man. But you know, mm-hmm. what about you, bro? When when did you get into hookah? I was against hookah, man. Really? I wasn't because I didn't understand. You just a weed smoker? I, I wasn't. I would. I, I would smoke weed every now and then, but I wasn't big on hookah because I didn't. I didn't understand it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm an older dude, so I, I'm. I'm 34. For everyone okay. that doesn't know that, so like when the hookah wave hit, I wasn't in the schools. I wasn't. I wasn't out there when because like I remember like 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 my fake little sister because I have one of those. Uh-huh. Um, she she'd be posting pics on her gram like, and I was like, yo, fuck you, smoking cigarettes for what? Yeah. What's all this shit? She was like, it's hookah. And I was like. What is it? She's like, it's, it's, it's tobacco. I'm looking tobacco. Tobacco gives you cancer. Yeah. So, like, you can't smoke that shit. So I was like, if you're going to yeah. smoke it, don't post it on your page. Yeah. I'm being, like, one of those big bros. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the first time I went to, um, 
the spot on Myrtle. Uh, Zayman, I forgot the spot on. It's a spot on Myrtle in, in Brooklyn. But I went there and I tried it. I was like, this shit ain't bad, yo. Was uh, that Lounge? Lounge um, Didn't it shut down? I don't know if it shut down. I, I remember. It sounds familiar. It was, it's, it's, it's like Myrtle, like Broadway right? or something like Myrtle that? Myrtle Broadway, yeah, over there. Yeah, 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 Zayman, yeah. Zay, whatever, yeah. whatever spot is called. Yeah. I went there and I got into it. And I was like, "Yo, this shit ain't actually bad." I'm trying to tell you, it's, a, it's actually like I thought it was gonna be like way crazy, and then, but I'm like, "Nah, this actually helps me to relax. It helps me to to, to like decompress and all of that." And then yeah. that's when um I had cop I got the um eventually I got the um the hookah oh. pens. I even do that. I was doing oh, the hookah pens. Yeah. I was doing that too. The little vaporizer. Yeah, I was doing the pens. Yeah, I was like, it's ten dollars. I can smoke it wherever yeah. I want, and it's cool. But then after a while, I got that the um smaller acrylic joint. Shout out to the uh, the, per- the person that bought it for me anyway. Um, small acrylic joint, and that shit was lit. The the, the little plastic when I put them on, and oh, we put, yeah, and we yeah, put yeah. everyone on today. Yeah. And we put and when I say we, yo, honestly, so everyone. You got if we would have knew you before that, and we'd had your shit, your shit would have been popping, bro. Yeah. Did you have those two? Those, oh, those nah, me. not the little rectangle joint. Oh, the square um plastic the acrylic joint. Yeah, I had those. That was like, oh, that's you how you had those, those fucking cup hookers. Nah, no, we're talking about the square shit. Hold on, let me let me see if I got a picture. Pull that shit up. But yeah, we started smoking that shit. When I tell you, it's thirty dollars. We made a we made a we made a killing, bro. Honestly, so they should cut us a check. No, no. <laughs> like they should low key cut us a check, bro. And that's another challenge in the industry too. Like, yo. unless you're a real hookah lover or smoker, nobody wants to pay probably no more than like. Oh, yeah. those I made those. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to pay no more. You than had like, these? I had those. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, you did because the logo was on the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that you did. Oh, see, yeah. I'm telling you, those, those shit bust. No, no, it's, it's consistent. It's consistent, bro. Those shit, <laughs> Come on. bro. I think yeah. that's like God did. Because mind you, I bring that on every vacation because I, I could pack that. I'm gonna worry about yeah. glass. I'm gonna worry about yeah. nothing. It's smooth, man. Yeah. I mean, it has some downfalls to it. You know, Talk about I, it. Made, I made that model. Talk about um, it. I know. Usually, like since it's like acrylic base, it could crack like the glass on the side or whatever yeah. the case may be. Or if you're not really a big hookah smoker, and you start seeing the tobacco leaves in the water. They, oh, what's that? What's that? Yeah. They never they never paid attention to it. They as long as it smokes. So I'm like, yo, that's that's a filtration unit. So. Um, there's nothing wrong. I like those units. I think I made those like my third or fourth design in. So you should still I, 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 I might, I might try to get back into it. Well, you know, a lot of companies are making it to it. I know. So that's it's like, yeah, you know, if, if well, you I got to do something that's different. You if know? you did something a little bit different, like yeah. I'm trying to think, what what would make that hookah perfect, bro? Double like, a double hose. Oh, if you made it and perfect that's for double hose, two or three hose, yeah, like smooth. If you do a smooth double hose with that, yeah. That's it, cause my mama. I'm telling you, I bought the piece to, to, to put it to. Oh yeah, the little film. It, it, it falls it, out all the time. It falls out, but the, See, it falls out. I didn't like it, you know. But mind you, the one I got doesn't fall out, so I think the one I got is perfect for that hole. You that's know, what she said that's yeah. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and she says that too. Yeah. It's perfect for her hole. But yeah, that's that's you know? inspired. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I, when I tell you, we put. I like them. You know, you know, a lot of my a lot of my buddies that like in the whole like uh, what do you call it. I don't know, it's not a gang. Um, like the whole car groups, you yeah, know, yeah. like they drive Infinities or they yeah. drive BMWs. Oh, they yeah. like these types of hookers, like the one you just shown, because you know, they go into the car, in the car, car exactly. right in the seat. you know. And I think that's why a lot of them like those cup hookers. But I mean, I'm very biased because okay. I hate I them with a passion. Because I never I tried. Like, it. Yeah, LJ has LJ has about forty two uh, hookers. Yeah, <laughs> tell, tell, tell us about the car hooker, your car hooker experience. So the car hooker experience, um, um, it, it's weird. It's weird in a sense because sometimes it gets in the way of driving. Like if you drive with two hands, or yeah. you know, depending on how you have your Stick shift. where your car, yeah. uh, where your cup holder is set up at, depending on where it's on your dash and stuff like that. But um, it's not bad. Like I hate that you got to use the coconut cold for it. Like not the coconut cold, the little cheap shit. Yeah, when you use that little cheap circle shit, it it starts off like kind of really harsh because you taste yeah. the actual cold. And but once it gets hot and shit like that, like it ain't that bad. And I, that's why I hate the the fast lights. Everyone that smokes real hookah, they oh. never use those. The only time you use it if you have no access yeah, to the exactly. stove, no if, matter what. If, if, and yeah, I can't no pack. access. Like, when I go on vacation, I'm packing my stove. Like, yeah, I don't I'm care. Pack, yeah, like, I I'm packing my, my stove with me, too. No, they got, like, those companies, Three Kings and then, like, Starlight, you yeah. know. But a lot of those quick lights, you know, um, they give out these toxins that it can make you nauseous. This is one it, brand. It does make you yeah. nauseous, of This is one brand. I, think, I forgot the name. It has, like, a candle on it. I think that's the thing. That's Everyone, the Starlight shit. No, nah, it's not the Starlight. No, I know. Definitely not the Starlight. Um, but it's another brand of like Sunset or whatever the case may be. I got Sunset. You know, yeah. I feel like I don't think those quick lights are meant for hookah smoking. I remember yeah. I saw smoking. It's not for quality hookah smoking. I don't think at all. You know, I don't know they'll why smoke shots. They'll give you good clouds and shit, but I the think they're made for, for incense. Oh, okay. They're not because 
they made me nauseous. Oh, yeah. They used that, to say that, like, when you know, people get so. headaches or people get, it's like, from, stomach from hurts or whatever. Smell. It's from that. It's usually from that smell. Like, yeah. I tell people, like, if you eat really well, then you, you can kind of, like, Stay override it. Yeah, if you have the coconut cold, you can just smoke it on an empty stomach. You can smoke it whenever. And it, it's, a, it's a better pool. You'll get better clouds, I think, out of it. Yeah. Um, and it lasts longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you have a covering over it, then... You, that coconut cold can last easily 45 minutes. I think the longest is that lasted for me like an hour and a half. Course, yeah, for me, like, I'm, yeah, the long competition lasts yeah. 4th of July. I think my pack, my session was like an hour 35. It could be better, but I mean, that's a pretty good That's pack, like I said, you know? if you could do that shit for an hour and a half, most of the time, by the end of that hour and a half and shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying, everybody's leg. you know, you can move on to other things. Of course. Or you, like I said, if you see, like, me, down, I, you're about like, the life. Like when I do like my catering, you know, that's like 20% of my business where like you got a private catering, you got an event, you come, mm. I come with the hookahs and do that. I never use fast lights. You know, I rather, I'm, I'm more so about quality and the customer yeah, yeah, service. Yeah. You know, like you go to clubs and lounges and, you know, they want that fast turnaround. They want you to pay for that $15, $20 refill. So yeah, yeah, they're going to use awful. one quick light or one and a half. I mean, I get it. It's a, it's a hustle. It's a business. But for me, I'm throwing two, three coals on it, depending on the size of the bowl. And a good cold too. But I but, want no complaints. But mind you, if, if you if you do the if you do the do if you do the two good coals on there and you pack it right, you can you can sell it for thirty five forty. Exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 it's the people that be selling the cooker for like fifteen twenty and they, and they want a quick turnaround. If you do it right the first time, you got forty five dollars no, out of it. You know what it is? It's, it's, a, it's a supply and demand thing. You know, you go to a club. And you want hookah now. Most people they come live. to the club and you want at they, least they two or three to. at a table. Like, it's boring now. Like, in society where we're going to, it's boring to just, you get mad bottles and like, there's no, nothing there to like compliment yeah. it. It's just like you waiting, you know? And you can't yeah. smoke in there. I mean, well, most clubs you actually smoke in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but like, come on. But you know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's no, there hasn't been no experiment or studies behind it, but I personally feel like if there's hookah along with your drinks or bottles, it kind of prevents people indulging in drinking. And, and it can prevent from getting yeah, hungover or, like, God forbid, you know, you get a break. DUI, DWI, or, you know, an accident. Because, you know, all right, I don't got to drink five, six drinks to be social and have a good time. And to feel nice. I can have a drink or two, but I can have, like, three sessions of hookah, exactly. and I'm good. And I'm, yeah, I'm calm. You know? So, and that's why, you know, I also like hookah. So, so besides yeah. that, like, what's the most common misconception uh, people think of hookah or, or just Yeah people think of hookah And stuff like that What's the oh, It equals 100 cigarettes a session Let's hear, let's hear, hear, hear all of them man. It's a lot you know, Again <laughs> I'm not no doctor So this is a disclaimer now, I could be right I could be wrong But what I've noticed Within the industry Over the last 10 to 20 years Definitely the last decade From when I first started In 2010 2011 That the whole game Has shifted and evolved Like There's no more fast lights Everyone's uh, Coconut-based <laughs> square coals, you know. Um, the, the the way they're designing these hookahs where the filtration unit is kind of like taking away not all the toxins, but like all the, uh, you know, the the ingredients from... Yeah, the, the they got like nicotine filters yeah, now nicotine, and stuff that you can put in your Non-nicotine, uh, you know, add like, I think Gold Star. I think Al Fokker makes some non-nicotine-based. Yeah, that non-tobacco. And I always ask myself, like, am I addicted to hookah? Because it's like... I, might you know, I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm like, exactly. but I'm like, is there something where it's like, yo, I'm going crazy without hookah? Like, no. I'm, if I tell myself I ain't smoking hookah for a week, I could do that. I could do it. Exact same Absolutely. Here. You know, I feel like, but it's harder now that like, during this pandemic, quote unquote, um, to not do it because it's like, Isn't what else to is do, there honestly. to do? Exactly. Like, no, no, after no, work, you can't go outside. You know? Yeah, society you know shifted to where everyone's doing, you know, in-house private gatherings and private gatherings. So I was like. Why go to a club and spend thirty, forty dollars when I could stay here? Yeah. Get a quality flavor for fifteen, twenty dollars. Yep. Get a mm -hmm. box of coal for twenty dollars. Play my and music. That could, that could last me for at least two. ten to twenty sessions. Like, exactly. You get you, you get you some Cancun Sunrise for fifteen dollars. Yep. You can get you the Zomo coal for like mm -hmm. seven dollars. You know, you can get you guys in a little burner for fifteen, twenty bucks. Fifteen dollars. You get your smokehouse, mm -hmm. uh, smokehouse sensei hookah for like what? $120. I think that's the cheapest one available right now. And and you said, you know what I'm saying? You get you nice one of these nice little cages or whatever. 
and and you straight, man. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's there's hookers like the the cage hookers, the Maya hookers. Like, hate them you can't. I, hate I, them I, I can't. Too. I unfortunately. Well, I mean, I can't the cage. I mean, them. This, they dominate. The covering you got on the top of your shit, like your shit, like like really yeah. in Dubai and shit. You got the yeah. smokehouse. But you know what cover. it is? If you're a real hookah smoker. They they they'll shun you upon that. Oh, you wearing a wing cover? You don't need that. You know, there's, there's other there's things like HMD. Like, that's called an HMD. HMD is heat uh, management device. Okay. But there's other stuff like a Provost and like um or a cloud head and like yeah, yeah, where yeah. like you don't got to use foil. You just put the yeah, like, that's what we're using on yeah, top. Exactly. Yeah, put that on top of the sheet. The metal bracket. Yeah, put the, the cold metal one bracket. Top of it. So, I love those. Yeah, those that's those what we use. Yeah, we use that all so. the time. And it takes nope. away the, the labor from it. Oh, I got to poke holes. So, you know, people poking mad holes oh, into it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you never know how many holes is enough. Yeah. Like, you'll start off with, you'll start off, like, usually you'll start off, all right, so if you guys don't know how to do this, you around start off at the rim. <laughs> you go out, start <laughs> closest to the rim as possible. You do those around the side, and then maybe about two to three so millimeters. big circle of a ring on the outside yep. of the rim. Then, then another circle, circle inside. And then another circle in the middle. get to the middle. Absolutely. And then you straight. My but thing, how many holes in between that? That's a mystery. There's yeah, no yeah. perfect science to it. I, I mean, I like I like the new system, but it's the cleaning of, of the of the of the shisha off the no, the cloud head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like it, but it's like, oh my god. If, yeah. if, if you if you pack so, it well, you'll yeah. know it's good because you'll pull out the metal donut. bracket and all of the shisha will come out. It'll that's be a how donut. You know. Exactly. Yeah. When you have a great session and you take the cloud yeah, head, everything off, comes right off. That's a circle donut. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing yeah, in that, the community. That's you how you that? know. Like, that's uh, how you know you had yeah. a good session. But then you also know that you're gonna have a bitch to clean that bitch exactly. out. Yeah. What I usually do with my shit just for y'all is um I put it in hot water in a bowl. I let the hot water soak it for like yeah. maybe like an hour. And mm-hmm. then I started scraping it off and yeah, everything. Like baking soda or like soba depends. Yeah, oh, and everything cool. just go in the bowl. Yeah. I use the Brillo pad and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I use the tongs and shit. The one with the like the a lot of ridges going all the way down. Not the ones that's super like flexible, but like the new yeah. like um they're not yeah, they're like wing shaped ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like I got some sold those ten dollars if you need that. But yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, so yup, yeah. so we use that and then and then you get money, man. Yeah. You get money. Mm-hmm. All right, so here you go. All right, so being we're nearing this, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. All right. What are your top five hookah flavors of all time? Flavors? I mean. Flavors, it don't matter what brand. Because I know you have your, your partnerships. Yeah, I mean. I won't announce them just in case you don't put it in your, I in would, your top five. It's, it's so crazy because it's like, I like everything mint-based. I'm more of a mint guy than me too. fruity or like okay. those type of flavors. Me too, me too. Some, a lot of, some, some companies don't know how to mix it right. You know? They'll smell good, but it, it, won't, be, it won't hit. It'd be aggressively. As what you assume it to smell like, right? Uh, tough Live, I mean, I'm very biased right now because I've been smoking Zomo for like the last <laughs> year and yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, I've been close with them. You know, I feel like... Throughout the years, if you're a type of person to mix, um, in terms of flavors, it will be you probably have to go with Alfalker in terms of mixing because they have every like every flavor, every flavor. Like, flavor. They have like vanilla, but it's just, it's just mint, just solid by there's itself. Apple, there's you know lemon, there's grape, there's all. And then those, they do like, have their combination. And then you get the mix the of watermelon, gum, the yellow yeah. mint. You know, Zomo taking a more Zomo has a more sort of approach, whereas like. Everything's in one. You pop it open, you're good to go. You don't got to mix it. You could if you want to, but like... Yeah, it don't hits straight to, out, yeah. You know. Um, they, do the, they do the hard part for you. I, 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 you know what it is? I don't have a top five flavor list, but I could give a couple names out that, that's been like my top favorites. Um, I know when it comes to like Zomo, um, Bahama Twist, I like. Of course, their new flavor, Amazement, and... Cancun uh, Sunrise. Um, that's more so of a Skittles base. I like that Cancun Sunrise. Yeah, um, their Secret yeah, of Babylon. I like a lot. I like that too. Um, if you like, like if you like that. that high cooling effect within your, your hookahs, um, I'll go with like something like I don't know Swiss Alps mm. or like Strong Red or Strong Mint. Um, I really like Mango. Or orange, their orange or mint is very good. Their orange mint, orange is mint is very good. They definitely any, have any, the best any kind of citrus mint is fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know Starbucks. Starbucks got some good flavors too. They, I think they got like Pirates Cave. I think they got this lemon with mint. I know Trifecta has this lemon with mint. Like, I think they got the peppermint something. What's that really? brand with the black opium that I like, man? Which one is that? 
Black opium. I like that black opium. I think it's gold star, gold dust, or something like that. Gold star. I never heard of it. I think it's gold star. It's gold something. Adalia got some good flavors like Love 66, Mia Love is good. Hawaii, man. Yeah. Lady Killer, I think it's called. A couple flavors. Um, but you know, when it comes to mixing, like if you're doing clubs and lounges or like private events, I probably use more so Alfaker because the market knows Alfaker. Okay. You know, like they and it's easy to mix. All right, give me fifty percent kiwi, give me twenty five percent watermelon, give me ten the ten percent mint or whatever, or yeah. whatever. It's easy to mix. But if you know, if you want something that's that's good on its own, I'll go with Zomo. But there's other great companies out there. There's a Dahlia. There's uh, Eternal Smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this upcoming company I'm hearing about called Haze. Um, there's Trifecta, Tangiers. Now, okay. Tangiers is probably high quality, top class. So I don't think it's in, in this U.S. market, especially in New York, not right okay. now. But real hookah smokers, they're going with Tangiers. So, question. You know? I got I got two. All I have is two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, explain to people, to the people that, that, that will do the molasses over, like, to the people that, that, that do, like, the non-tobacco stuff. And like versus molasses, and then and then if you could, if you could give the people um, like like uh, life hacks for hookah, like adding adding milk to the to the to the yeah. water, adding ice, all of that stuff. I mean, so tell us the difference between the so, molasses and not, and why people would want to do that over that. So and I then, mean, molasses you know. and non molasses. I yeah. think it's just the the quality of the the tobacco, like the texture of it. Okay, I think a big one out here in this. This market, not in the market, but in this New York area, I think it's called Hydro. Yeah. I think it's a non molasses. I mean, non nicotine based. A lot of people use that. I don't really like them. I, I, I don't really, I don't really smoke non nicotine. Exactly. I can't say I don't like them. Um, a lot of people go with Gold Star or Alfaker mm-hmm. in terms of non nicotine alternative bases, but I can't really say the differences because I don't really. I'm more so of a you know. Why, yeah, but why people want to do molasses over? They would just do that because they don't want to do like tobacco. Yeah, that'd be nicotine. the only reason. It just makes them feel better. But I mean, I mean the difference. Uh, the difference is, I can't really say. Right, you know, if, if it's a good flavor, the flavor is always going to stick. Exactly, out, no matter true. what. Very true. Is, you know, um, in terms of the base, you know, um, I always my go to is cold water. Cold okay. water all the time. You could throw some ice into it. You know. Um, if you know ice melts, so make sure when you throw ice within the water, don't, you know, whatever don't level it has to be at, make sure it's a little bit under so when the ice uh, melts, it, it can reach that, that level. Gotcha. Um, I know some ice, if you put too much ice, it could take away from the flavor mm-hmm. of what you're smoking. Um, I know, like, when I go on vacation and stuff, I'll do, like, red wine or, like, mojito base. Oh, for real? You know, it's, it's cool, but, like, it's not, like, the big thing, you know, it's, like... And the people that because you'll, ta- you'll taste a lot of liquor, like a lot of vodka base, okay. and, you know, tequila. You'll taste that too much. So if you don't know how to diffuse it properly with water and ice, mm-hmm. uh, it can make you, you know, it can make you a little nauseous gotcha. or like lightheaded, whatever the case may be. Uh, you can use, uh, I said, wine, milk. Milk is cool. Okay. You know, it gives you better smoke, um, like thicker smoke. Okay. You know, um, if you want to do tricks and like O's and stuff like that, I don't really tend to use milk as much because. It's, it's, it's such a bitch to clean. Yeah, you know? I heard and that. it smells. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's okay. like, it's annoying. Like every, I can't just throw water in there and clean it. So yeah, you all got to do the extraness. So, um, but I, I look at making hookahs more so like a bartender, right? Mm. So instead of you know what, say you know, usually when people drink, I mean when people smoke, you know, make a drink, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I got a shaker over here in my bar, or whatever. You know, say you making like a passion fruit margarita or whatever the case should be. Throw some in there. See how it tastes, you know. So it's no like, doubt, no doubt. You know, so like, if, like if the if the the flavor of the t- tobacco, let's say, is like blueberry mint or something like that, you want to get a, a drink that kind of complements complements the blueberry mint. Mm-hmm. See how it hits, you know. But so maybe like a raspberry. Yeah, or something. exactly. Okay, gotcha. And it might hit, you know. Or in the summertime, you throw some Tropicana in there, some Minute Maid, and yeah. ice water, and make a contraption but. and what about the people that, that they, they do like the fruit heads and shit like that fruit heads are cool you know the, i like it a lot i know 
Okay. It's such a bitch to make. You know, you yeah, can carve yeah, it out yeah, yeah. and put some toothpicks and yeah. all this nonsense. I, I think it's just more so for show. Okay. I, I don't think it really has nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah, I don't notice the flavor. Like, yeah, you don't really. All right, really good. So it's more so for like uh, the, the, the aesthetics. The ambiance, yeah. The ambiance aesthetics, yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so Reem, you never named your top five. Oh, you never got to name your top five. Oh, it's okay. Because um, you went to your question. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I want to say top five. Just say, what's your Top five go-to Zomo. hookahs. I, I, I fuck with the people that pay us. Uh, <laughs> Zomo, whatever flavor Zomo got, I fuck with that. Whatever flavor is uh, Smokehouse, Smokehouse Sensei got, I fuck with that. And that's that. <laughs> you feel me? So I don't you talk about. you're really not going to name your top nah, five? Nah, I, t- I only talk about the flavors that pay us, man. And that's it. <laughs> I, I, like, I fuck with anything Zomo does, man. <laughs> that's it. Shout out to Zomo. Shout out to Zomo. That's it. Shout out to Zomo. Amazement. Amazement. Cancun. All of that. Babylon, Waterland. All of that. Anything from Zomo. So I'm gonna name mine because Go ahead, clearly everybody is biased here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, with no biasness, nah, Zomo. so my number five would probably be Zomo's Orange Mint. Um, number four would probably be Amazement Zomo. Um, number three would be number three would be um, like opium. No, okay. <laughs> that, that's just you. <laughs> um, number three would be the pineapple freeze. Mm, that fine. that I feel like that's an OG flavor for me. Like when I want a good hookah, and I'm like, I, makes cool, I don't. Um, Starbucks. Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. So when I um when I smoke it, it's like, all right, cool. If I'm having a bad day and I know I need something that's going to slap and something that tastes the same, no matter how many times I make it, yeah. that uh, pineapple freeze that does yeah. it for me is pineapple with a little mint and shit like that. Like I said, I feel like this is one of the most potent mixes of all time like you really taste the pineapple and the actual um mint at the mm-hmm. same time so it's not like all right cool like you start smoking it it's just mint then after it eases in like as soon as the cold get hot and the bowl get hot like that pineapple freeze bust yeah um number two would probably be um what is it dolce banana by eternal smoke that shit is fire never tried that i gotta try that that's that fire kind of yeah uh-huh. Eternal Smoke is fire. Um, we actually trying to set something up with them as well. So shout out to Eternal Smoke. But um, yeah, the they're Dolce based in Florida, right? Yeah, they're based in Florida. They gotta get their ass in New York. Come on. They so they they have a hard time shipping in New York due to yeah. the, like tobacco laws and shit yeah, like that yeah, in New it's York. Hard. People they go to have Jersey a hard time. And, uh, but if you go to Jersey and, and shit yeah. like that, like you can get it. They got a flagship, well, not a flagship store, but they have like a distributor yeah. in Jersey, so you can go there and pick up that. And then my number one flavor, oh, the Dolce Banana tastes like. It honestly tastes like caramel and like banana and shit like that. It's oh, really cool. good. But my number one flavor of all time would probably be um, Eternal Smoked Milk and Cookies. So yeah. You, you, yeah. milk and cookies, when I tell y'all this shit, it, it's so fire. It, I got some, I got a jar left for you. I so bet. Please, man. I'll share yeah, it with bring you, that next time. Man. I'll bring <laughs> it with that. That shit is fire, man. That shit is so smooth. It's milky. Hmm. It's, oh, man. The shit is amazing, son. The shit is easily my favorite flavor of all time. Like, and do you put milk in the base with that? If you put milk in the base with that, that's going to be kind of spooky. You're going to be drowning in it. <laughs> that shit, yo, honestly, son, that shit is a bomb flavor. Oh. I really do wish I brought it because that shit would have been that shit would have been nice for this right man. here. Like, that shit is super fire. It's elite. Uh, the clouds is always thick. As long as the cold is super hot and you get, like, you can take in all that flavor and stuff like that. Uh, man, milk and cookies is easily one of the best flavors out here. Yeah. So that's my top five. Question: Seeing how uh, we are all four twenty par- partakers, what is the best way to add weed to to, to the to, to when you when you're packing it? Is it like you you put it on sprinkle on top? Do you mix it in? Like what's the um, what's the ratio to, to so that it doesn't hit and you cough it so much? I mean. 75, 25? 75, yeah, 25? I'll say, so 20, 75 hookah, yeah. 25 weed. Personally, I don't like putting weed in it because weed can stain the hookah. Okay. Like, even if you wash it, the smell and the residue is still within the pipe. Mm-hmm. And then also, you can't track all your hookahs. You know, somebody comes in with, like, you know, they, they're a cop or you know, they got some federal government job. Okay. And then they, oh, I want some hookah, I want some hookah, and they smoke it. Of course, yeah. And they didn't know it's weed, and they're like, ah, oh, now we got a whole predicament now. No, but yeah, yeah. Now they're mad at you, and now like you feel bad. But I want to feel no, bad. I mean, <laughs> when you smoke my hookah, you like, live with a smoke whatever's yeah. in that bitch. <laughs> I mean, for like for, for my 420 smokers, just smoke the blunt. You're good. And then smoke a gas and then smoke a blunt during while you, you know. You know, everyone had all these blunts. So, I did you know, both yesterday. That was do it before, during, too. and after. I mean, what can you do, right? Copy, copy. So, so I, I think we good. You That's good? It. Yeah, with that being said. So this has been another episode of the Hoog and Opinions podcast. Yeah. Uh, Evo, we'd like to thank you for being on our podcast thank today. You. you know what I'm saying? It was a pleasure. We'll show yeah. your tags before, before we sign up. Yeah, so personal page on Instagram. 
Uh, it's Evo B, so E-V-O underscore B underscore. Mm-hmm. My business page, if you're looking to purchase a hookah, um, if you want some accessories, um, that business page is Smokehouse Sensei. So Smokehouse, S-M-O-K-E-H-O-U-S-E, and then Sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I. Right. Evan Shout out to directly. you know hookah and opinion. So if you want a discount, make this make, tell us that you listen to us. Okay. And reach out to you. me on the DM. No but doubt. nonetheless, out of those out of those social tags, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I got a YouTube channel. I don't have a lot of subscribers. You know how that starts, right? Yeah. So, but if you want some tutorials on you know if you purchase a hookah, you could go there on how to assemble it. Or uh, some more videos are going to be coming about how to pack a hookah and stuff like that. So uh, stay tuned. And then uh, thank you for the support. No doubt, no doubt. So you're not going to hear this, and you're not going to hear this. Oh, yeah. But I drop a bomb when we're done with every episode. So I'm going to drop that bomb because we done. So <laughs> peace out, bitches. <laughs> this is the first time I got to hear the bomb in Bad Lord. I got my headphones back, y'all. Sorry. Hold on. Let me drop that one more time for you motherfuckers, man. You guys fuck Master Flex. Fuck yeah, I'm going to beat that. Play the song. I can hear this shit, you heard? <laughs> but we out, man. Peace.